Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 490, for Wednesday, October 3rd, 2018. This is the BGG Top 10 edition, a quarterly look at the top 10 games on Board Game Geek. Starting off at number 10, uh, down one spot from the last two quarters when it was number 9, Great Western Trail by Alexander Feaster, published by Stronghold Games with a rating of 8.060. Now that is a 9-point gain for Great Western Trail, which is decent, and yet it loses one spot. However, that mark of 8.060 resets the mark for the highest number 10 ever, 16 points more than last quarter, and far and away more than we have ever seen before. In fact, it has only been a handful of times that the number 10 game has had a rating higher than 8 at all, like 8.003. So we're talking, you know, 50 and 60 points more than previous highs. At number 9, also sliding one spot after spending the last two quarters at number 8, Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemüller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.074. That is 14 points down from last quarter, the fifth quarter of decline for a one-time number two, as a total of 79 points of decline. That lowers Terra Mystica to its lowest rating since April of 2014, when it was in its third quarter on the list and ranked number six. The difference between Terra Mystica and Great Western Trail is 16 points, but the Delta, the difference in which they have moved, is 23 points. So at that rate, there's a good chance for Great Western Trail to pass Terra Mystica next quarter. Although last quarter's Delta was 36, so... You know, it, it's going to be close, I think. And that seems to make Terra Mystica's continued presence look tenuous if it slides to number 10 at the first of the year. But the current gap between Great Western Trail at number 10 and Castles of Burgundy at number 11 is 52 points, which, and a seventh continent is one spot behind at a 53-point gap. So... That probably means that Terra Mystica's got at least a couple more quarters before one of them passes it. Although at the rate that new games bolt into the top 10 lately, uh, it may be that something from that's not just doing a slow climb from right outside the top 10 will make the move. Climbing two spots, so the source of the last two games' decline, and its second quarter on the list from number 10 to number 8 is Gaia Project, also by Jens Drogemüller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games, with a rating of 8.080, a six-point gap between Gaia Project and Terra Mystica, and a 36-point gain for Gaia Project. At number seven for the third quarter in a row is Scythe, by Jamie Stegmeier, published by Stonemeyer Games, with a rating of 8.110, 110 is a 30-point gap between Scythe and Gaia Project and a 2-point gain for Scythe. As following uh, last quarter's flat performance and a 16-point gain the quarter before that. 
So a 30-point gap between Scythe and Gaia Project and a 34-point delta means that there is a chance that Gaia Project passes Scythe next quarter. However, since last quarter's gain for, for Gaia Project was over 100 points, and this one is only uh, 36, there's a real chance it continues to slow down as well. At number six for the third consecutive quarter is Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games with a rating of 8.165. That's a one-point gain after it had lost six points for the first time last quarter, or rather lost ground for the first time last quarter, and the loss was six points. So it stabilizes, reverses the trend a little bit with a one-point gain. 55 points separates Rebellion from Scythe. At number five for the second quarter is Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games, with a rating of 8.188. That is a seven-point decline for Twilight Struggle, its eighth consecutive quarter of decline, a total of 42 points it's lost over those eight quarters. This is its lowest rating since October of 2010, eight years ago which was the last quarter before it began its 20-quarter, five-year run at number one. The gap from Twilight Struggle to Star Wars Rebellion is 23 points. The delta this quarter is actually eight. Last quarter, the delta was only one. Uh, the quarter before that, the delta was 10. So if there continues to be uh, Rebellion continues to have a decent performance, it could pass Twilight Struggle perhaps in the next three or four quarters. At number four for the second quarter is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with a rating of 8.214. That is an eight-point gain from last quarter. Uh, last quarter, its gain was 14 points. The quarter before that, 24. So it is slowing down. Uh, the gap back to Twilight Struggle is 26. At number three for the fourth consecutive quarter is Through the Ages, A New Story of Civilization by Vlada Gavadal, published by Czech Games Edition, with a rating of 8.286. That's an 11-point decline, the third consecutive decline for a total of 38 points off its peak. There's a 72-point gap back to terraforming Mars. The delta between their movements this quarter is 19 points. Last quarter it was 33. So last quarter I projected at that rate it would take three quarters for terraforming Mars to pass through the ages. Now since terraforming Mars has slowed, uh, that projected time is four quarters, or almost a year. Uh, that means there's a really good chance that terraforming Mars does not pass through the ages anytime soon. At number two for the fourth quarter in a row, Pandemic Legacy Season 1 by Rob Davio and Matt Leacock, published by Z-Man Games with a rating of 8.49. Eight. It's still worth pointing out what a massive gap that is between Pandemic Legacy and everybody else. 
the gap between pandemic legacy and just and through the ages is 212 points, which is exactly the gap from through the ages at number three all the way down to Terra Mystica at number nine. That is a three-point decline for Pandemic Legacy, though, which is the second quarter in a row it has lost ground, although last quarter it was only a two-point decline, so we're talking a total of five points. It has basically reverted to the same mark it had back in January. And at number one for the fourth quarter in a row is Gloomhaven by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games, with 8.620. That is 122 points more than Pandemic Legacy, and one point less than it had last quarter. So after vaulting all the way up to the number one spot, and then vaulting way ahead of Pandemic Legacy, basically the gap between Pandemic Legacy and Gloomhaven was all gained between January 1st and April 1st. Last quarter, it was flat. This quarter, it loses a point. That's kind of an unusually sudden stop to a game's upward movement. Uh, you know, it's, it's fairly early that it's had a, its first quarter of decline. For example, uh, Pandemic Legacy didn't lose ground until its 11th quarter. Star Wars Rebellion its 8th quarter, Terra Mystica, its 10th quarter, this is Gloomhaven's 6th quarter, and in some ways, it's almost like it's, uh, it's more like it's Gloomhaven's 4th quarter, because it sat at number 4, and then it had the real spike after its uh, second printing was uh, delivered to its backers. So, that's kind of weird, but it's not like it is suddenly reversing the trend and giving points away either. So it will, we will see whether it just is going to plateau here, just kind of sit here at about the same total, which is about what Pandemic Legacy seems like it's doing. It does still pick up two points on Pandemic Legacy, or whether it might actually turn around and start to have a ratings decay. Well, we will see what happens there come the first of the year. For Wednesday, October 3rd, 2018.